You're listening to Stand Out with Ian O'Connell. Wednesday evenings from 8pm here on Radio Kerry. I'm delighted to say that my guest this week on Stand Out with me, Ian O'Connell, is the one and only Cullum de Gooch Cooper. Many say that Cullum was the greatest ever to lace up a pair of football boots. And with five All-Ireland medals to his name, it's hard to disagree with that. Cullum's league and championship career at senior level with the Kerry County team spanned 15 years, from 2002 to 2017. He played his last game for Kerry against Dublin in August of 2016, before announcing his retirement from inter-county football on the 4th of April 2017. I'm really looking forward to this interview and I hope you enjoy it. Sit back and enjoy the show. Thanks a million for, for coming on today, Colin. I really appreciate it. No problem, Ian. Glad, glad, to, glad to have a chat. Um, I suppose we'll start off. What was maybe growing up in um, Killarney, what was your, your first memory of football? Um, I suppose growing up, I grew up in Arachinavuli in Killarney, which is which you, you, you know it well. And it's... it's uh, it's an estate where there was lots of kids playing sport, and I just fell in with that. And I suppose coming from a, a big, um, a big household with five brothers and two sisters, it was natural that I would just jump in and play along with them. And I would have to say it was a fabulous upbringing. And we played every sort of sport from golf to tennis to soccer to basketball to GA—you name it—we played it. And um, such fond memories and such fond friend- friendships as well that. Um, even now, even meeting guys and people who are uh, maybe gone from the state, we look back with very fond memories of growing up. And I suppose that led on to to, to Dr. Crokes and to Clarny Celtic, where I played a lot of sport and small little bit of basketball with St. Paul's as well. So, look, I dabbled in sport from an early age, but it was great growing up in Clarny because there was so much opportunity to, around the place. So it was, um, I suppose, it was it was very central thing in my life and was very happy to do that. I suppose it's all, I know, even myself growing up in a, in a state inside in Pinewood where I was, it's um, mm. at that age as well. I think it's so important, like you said, you meet people today now and you look back and you say, I remember when you scored that goal or you made that tackle on me. But um, yeah. when you, when you like you said, football was kind of <laughs> the, the the one you ventured towards, when you started playing with Crocs as, as a young a young, a young um by I suppose at that stage underage, was there anyone say on the senior team or anyone, any footballer or anybody in life that you you say you looked up to when you were young? Uh, yeah, I think naturally, naturally, when I looked up to my two older brothers because at that time to be on the Doctor Crokes team for me when I was seven or eight that was such a big deal. And at the time, as far as Crokes, Doctor Crokes were becoming. They were becoming a strong team in Kerry and very competitive team, and um, they went on to win the All Ireland in '92. And I suppose that's that's where the real inspiration came from. That seeing those guys get the Crow Park and maybe wanting to emulate them one day, that would get that, that drove me on and gave me great inspiration. Um, but then look, it's it's I suppose just watching the games and seeing how players are going. And look, I, I had an interest in all sports, so I, I learned an awful lot not just from players here, but just watching on television as well. So, um, Crokes had a great team that time. Noel O'Leary, Connie Murphy, Pat O'Shea, um, Colin O'Shea, Peter O'Brien, Peter De Hale in goal. Like, great, great players that um, 
would grace any team. So I learned a lot from those guys and had a lot of fun with after them. And funny enough, even got the chance to play with a few of them before they retired as well, which which was a great thrill for me. So um, there was inspiration everywhere, Killarney, television, everywhere. So I was always trying to learn a little bit from from not just not from just from people, but from different sports as well. So. Um, I suppose that comes when you when you when you find a passion for something, and I certainly had a passion for sport. You're always looking for little nuggets of things that you can l- learn from, and I was doing that from an early age. And so um, I picked up a lot from all those things. Um, I suppose myself, I played I played hurling with Crokes up until mm. I was just after minor before I before I had the accident. But it's mm. a great kind of tightness mm. above, you know, like they like you said, a great team when you were. Mm. Growing up, looking up to them. Um, I suppose fast forward um, a few years now. Did you did you see yourself? I suppose everybody's young 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 person's dreams to to get to the top. Do you remember your your debut in Croke Park when you when you made made the the Kerry team? Uh, I did. Yeah, I suppose. Jesus, it seems a long time ago now, Ian, but. Um I suppose I played Kerry Minor there in 2001 um, and that was the old Coke Park so the big the big Hogan stand and all that wasn't built it was just being built at that time so it wasn't fully finished but I remember playing Minor that day with Declan O'Sullivan Kieran Donaghy Donica Walsh Brian Sheehan a lot of guys that went down to play for Kerry after and some guys who didn't who, who were excellent footballers and guys that I was still good friends with um so like they were great days, but I saw in two thousand two I played with Kerry then against um trying to think, I think it was Galway. Yeah, Galway in, in the new Crow Park and the um it was it was it was a big day, it was a lot of pressure. Um but I think sometimes you're better off going in with no fear because yeah. you just go in like I was like <clears throat> I felt so secure going in because I was playing with Daryl O'Shea, Seamus Moynihan, those type of fellas. And only 12 months previous, I was going watching those guys playing. So that was a huge thrill for me. But I think when you're going to battle with guys like that, you kind of, you feel it, you feel that, you know, I'm in good hands here. I, I, I'd be safe. So it was a great thrill. Um, but look, I suppose no different now. Anytime you put on the Kerry jersey, it comes with a bit of responsibility as well. And because of the tradition, you want to you wanna live up to it. You want to live up to the expectation. And um I was just so fortunate that I got 15 years of playing with Kerry at the highest level, and um, I suppose I lived out my dreams by by. And some people get carried away thinking it's all about the medals. It is and it isn't. The yeah. medals are great, and you look back, and even I'd have to go upstairs now to have a look to see where my medals are. But it's the journey and the memories that go. The one that's what you remember. Yeah. Um, that's what you remember, and even meeting up with people afterwards. That's 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 the real thing. And you talked about it there when you were playing football and spa and hurling in the croaks. It's I'm sure you would say it's it's the friends you met and the journey along the way and the laughs and the laughs that you had along the way. They're 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 the things that would stay with you for a lifetime. And um, you build you build a bit of you build a bit of uh, camaraderie with with fellas as well. So that's what sport is all about. Definitely, um, like you said, twelve months before you were. You were going watching the boys play. What did they say? Um, but keep going till your your idols become your rivals, and it's all true. Yeah. You know, like in your in your yeah. yeah, and I even I even remember 
in 2000, Kerry were in the Ireland final against Galway, and that was only not so long. And I was looking for a ticket to go to Croke Park, to get into Hill 16 to watch these fellas. And Boy. all of a sudden, then I was playing with them not so soon after. So, look, that's the beauty of sport. Um, everything can happen very, very quickly. And um, yeah, look, the G has been good to me. Kerry has been good to me. Dr. Crooks has been inc- incredibly good to me. So I've had great times and um, and still I'm still enjoying it, even though I'm not, even last Saturday night was so enjoyable watching Kerry in Dublin on the television. I'm sure we'll touch on that later on, but I'm still enjoying the sport and I don't think you ever lose your competitive edge. If you're a competitive person, you will have the competitive edge. So um, I love Cherry and the Kerry lads and the Dr. Crooks lads and um, I keep a close eye on all that stuff and I suppose um, long may that continue exactly I suppose in your in your own situation now you'd be watching a match and you'd be saying if I was there now I'd do that and would you be kind of looking at it that way um, but maybe maybe initially when I retired I probably would have been that way but now I'm gone I'm out of it I'm out of sort of the carry, t- carry scene over five years so I think you learn to kind of move on and I I certainly can't do the things now that I did five years ago. My body wouldn't be able to do it. But um, but you always, I suppose, you think back to your own days of how you would have trained and how you would have prepared. And but it, it has even changed a huge amount of five years. Like when I think of how the players are conditioned now, and like I remember when I started, it was it was an ordeal for for managers and coaches and physical trainers to try and get all of us in the gym, not just me. I was. I was never a good one for the gym, but even some of our bigger, stronger lads, they just didn't like going to the gym. Now, now it's, tur- it's flipped on its head. Players love going to the gym. They love looking after themselves. Yeah. They love getting themselves into shape. And um, I suppose it's just become a little bit more professional. Um, even recovery so, and stuff. There's, I'm sure you, mm-hmm. with the Crocs now, you, you notice yourself even the recovery after matches. Is yeah. it a lot different to your days? Yeah, I think so. We, we, we probably socialised a bit more after yeah. after match than the game, you know. But now it's all in, into swimming pool and recovery after the match if you can. But certainly the following day, and even yeah. you see that you see this these recovery suites that have been built now around places and for your legs and recovery. I don't fully understand all of it, but um, players are looking for anything that can give them an extra five percent advantage. Ian and I think we're we're seeing that not just in GA but I think across all sports, athletics. Whatever, whatever it might be, they're looking for those little, little, little one percenters we used to call them when we were playing that can give you just a little bit of an advantage over your rival. So um, that's where it's gone. That's where all that game has gone. So um, look, I don't think it's going to change anytime soon either. Yeah. Um, when you were, like you said, when you were first introduced to the, the Kerry team or even even underage say like we went to the same the same in Clarny and college football from a young age were you were you because I know I certainly was were you tough on yourself like I was I'm my own biggest critic like would you would you have been tough on yourself yeah I would say I would definitely would be and um, I'd say at, at times my teammates might say that I was very cranky to play with but that's probably just because I wanted to win all the time and I wanted to do the best all the time and I suppose I, if we didn't, I kind of looked at myself to say, well, did I do my bit and all that sort of stuff. But that's just, I'm not sure if that's instilled in you or you learn it or is it because you're so passionate about something. But um, I think as I got older, I became a bit more relaxed about things. I, kinda, I think experience, experience teaches you that. 
Um, but certainly as a young teenager and like you say, like going, going down to the Sim in St. Brendan's, we had so much fun, so much. I suppose that was my first experience of maybe playing with, pe- with people from different clubs because when you're in... When you're in primary school, you just play, you kind of play football away, but and and your club football is always. But now I found myself playing with fellas from Spall, with Legion, fellas from Fireys, from Glenflesk, from Fossa, which was brilliant. But it was my first experience of all that, and I, and I loved it. And um, of course, you have the rivalry when you're playing them with your club, but it was great to be able to do that, and it probably gave me a flavour of um, playing with the best guys around East Kerry. In fairness, and that was. That was a massive thrill, but look, the same as an institution in itself, the players that they are producing, what the, what they have produced, and look, you know from walking, you know from walking around the hallways below the same of all the pictures and teams that are up oh, there. For yeah. Me. yeah, yeah, and it, it was it, it was every young young boy's dream down there to get get on some team or get your picture up in the wall. So, and look, I know even this weekend they're playing in the Cornavira, I think against the uh, yeah. CBS. Above in the park, so um, I'm going to try and get to that on Saturday. So um, great days in the sim, but I think certainly in my younger days, I used to be hard on myself, particularly in my younger Kerry days, because I suppose you're trying to meet an expectation all the time that is very difficult to meet. But um, I think I think as you get older, you get a bit more relaxed about things and a bit more chilled out about it, and um, maybe put less pressure on yourself too, which 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 you probably just learn as you as you mature. I actually remember speaking of the same um I think it was third year you were in with um was it with AIB or something if you if you made an yeah. account you're able to have yeah, a trade to be with you. But I remember <laughs> I'd I had no account made, but I still I managed to slip into the, the training session with you. Um that, so that, there's there's a skill in, there's a skill in that you were able to talk to talk. So. There is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um yeah. I suppose what percent, if you to say like a percentage between skill and talent, like I, like you could have all the, the talent in the world, but to become a top player, I'm sure you would agree that you have to have a certain amount of skill. Do you think, is it 50-50 or what would you? Uh, yeah, look, skill is really important. Skill and like, your skills get better by practicing and that's, yeah. and it's, it's probably the practicing that you do, and, I, and this is probably an important thing for any young person who's listening listening to this. Your skill level will invariably come from your very early years. You learn the skills probably between, I would say maybe between the ages of eight and eighteen. That's where you learn most your skill set, in my opinion. Yeah. Because if you're trying to learn the skills of Gaelic football when you're twenty or twenty-two, to do more, you're, you're going to struggle. It's a bit late. You can get better with yeah. the skills. We're, we're trying to learn them all the way. So I think, when, and I suppose, look, if you look at any of the best players in the country now, you look at Dave, David Clifford that we have here, uh, Conor Callan above in Dublin, Kieran Kilkenny, Reno O'Neill above in Armagh. I'm sure if you focus in and ask people to take take you back, they learned their skills when they were seven, eight, nine, ten years of age, and that makes it easier. But your point is very well made about, well, the skill the skill, the skill, skill gets you halfway there. It's, yeah. it's the next part. And this is where the really top players and top sports people excel in terms of it's one thing to get to the top of your sport, but to stay there and be consistent and to do it over a long period is very, very difficult to do. And that's probably, for me, when I look at sports people, how I differentiate them. Are they good, great or the elite? elite. And I suppose, 
if if I look at if I look at sports down through the years, because <clears throat> I watch a lot of it. You talk about Michael Jordan and LeBron in, in, in basketball. Incredible sports people have done it all. Can <clears throat> LeBron is still doing it? If you look at tennis, you look at um, Nadal, Federer, Djokovic. What they're doing, outstanding. Um, Brady, they yeah, retired recently. And Brady only retired recently. Seven Super Bowl rings. So um, Tiger Woods, what he's done for not just golf but for sport and where he's brought it to. Um, and even close close to home, then you know, um, I suppose the the GAC, what Kerry did back in the eighties, what the Dubs did recently. Even though I think we're coming for those guys, yeah. we're coming for yeah. those guys again. Um, <laughs> but but you, you look, you have to admire you have to you have to admire, I suppose, the work rate and to keep the hunger there for so long for all those people and all those teams that I just mentioned. That's that's what separates the. The really great from the good, in my opinion. So um, it's that it's that work rate and the hunger and consistency, um, which which top players and top teams have. And um, I'm not sure you you can learn that. You just have to you you have to be a very driven person and a driven yeah. team to achieve those things. Like even a younger, <laughs> like you said, you should have no no bad foot. Like you know, if you're mm. practicing off your left, if that's your weak foot. If you do it from a young age, it'll get there. But then if you do, like you said, 20 year old, years old, it's going to be weaker and takes longer. Yeah. Um, do you know what? Do you know, do you know, do you know what, Some people think you have to do hours and hours. You don't. This is 10 or 15 minutes every day with a ball up against the backyard or, or the wall. Make sure there's not a window yeah. there. For <laughs> practicing, practicing the skills, right foot, left foot, get, catch the ball above your head, being able to hand pass with two hands. They all sound very, very basic, but you'd be surprised that you go, you go and watch the the Sunday game next next week or whenever the next round of the league is. You'd be surprised the amount of senior inter county footballers that do, can't do those skills. Yeah. So that's why I think it's really important for young people, particularly if they listen to this, ten or fifteen minutes a day, up against the wall, out out in the field with your friend or your dad or your sister or brother. And that's all it needs to be. And you'd be surprised if you do that consistently, your skill level would improve enormously. All adds up. Um, I suppose you've played in um, a lot of All-Irelands and Munster finals and stuff. Um, did you have one, one game that you, say, one game that it just felt different to the others, whether it be Munster final day in Clarny or All-Ireland final day at Croke Park or Tralee? Yeah. Did you have one? Lots, lots of special days, I suppose. Um, our Ireland finals in Crow Park were obviously yeah. they were they were the old they were the ultimate, and thankfully we got to see that of those when I was with Kerry. Um, thankfully, down to incredible squad we had for over over that fifteen years. Um, I suppose, thankfully, to have have county finals as well with Crokes. I think they're they're big county finals in Kerry are a big deal. Um, so when you get to them, and thankfully we we've had some really, really good days there as well. And again, we'd have brilliant Dr. Croke's team who were committed for 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 a long time. And I suppose there's something in this as well with Dr. Croke's. I was lucky to win my first one, but for most of the guys that came through after the Brian Looney's, the Kieran O'Leary's, the Mike Maloney's, um, John Payne's, all those guys, they last three finals before they actually won one. So there's a big message in that as well for for a bit of resilience because. <clears throat> sometimes people think the journey the, the successful journey goes from A to B in a straight line it doesn't 
there's ups, there's downs. You you can you can appreciate that as well. There's ups and downs in life. There's ups and downs in sport. There's ups and downs in families. There's ups and downs in health. There's ups and downs in everything. So I think um, if you're able to have a little bit of resilience and um, some people learn to be resilient and they, they become very, very good at it. Yeah. It's a great skill to have. Sometimes you throw in a little bit of stubbornness along the way and that that, that adds to the mix. But I think resilience is, is, is a big word. And I think, thankfully, in, in the sporting teams that I was involved in, I learned that off a lot of people and individuals that if they ever had a setback or a bad day, they learned from it. They didn't give out. They 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 kind of looked themselves in the mirror and they came back better and stronger, whether it was the next game or, or the next year. Um, and that was something I learned from just watching people closely. And um, I probably learned, learned more about it in sport than, any, than anywhere else. But all of us in life come across difficult situations and you know what? That's okay. That's that's understandable because Perfectly. that happens. That happens in everyone's life, and it, it's yeah. it's it's how you bounce back from those things. Probably the first difference to you, and that shows a lot about your character. So, look, you can you can speak more about that than me. So, look, um, but I think that's a big thing for 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 particularly for younger people who are probably listening to this. Um, like you, you touched there on um, club finals and even setbacks. Your own setback there, and. Um, Crocs game the when you done your cruciate, um that that was obviously a huge, a massive setback in your own career. You you obviously weren't used to sitting on the sideline for that long. Did um how did that did it affect you um because even my accident I know at the early days it uh, it would it would play out your head. How did you kind yeah. of how was your reaction? Did it did it kind of play with your head mentally or? Yeah, look, it was disappointing. But look, mine, mine was an injury that could be fixed. So in the scheme of things, I wasn't badly off. Um, look, it was a bad injury from a football point of view that kept me out for about 18 months. But I knew I could always get back to back to playing at a reasonable level in sport. And thankfully, um, Dr. Ray Moore in, 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 in Santry Sports Clinic was able to, to, to fix me and get me back playing. But um, yeah, look, there were definitely times that I kind of looked at my knee and saying, hmm, maybe I won't get back and different things like that but you know what's important is that positive people around you Ian, and I'm sure you could speak volumes um, from from that point of view in terms of people saying don't worry don't worry you'll have setbacks you'll have a couple of days where you, you won't feel right and simple things where you mightn't be able to walk up the stairs and things like that but that's look that's fine that's that that's okay but once you have positive people that's around you and I'm sure you've had positive people um yeah. Along your journey as well, who are just keep 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 pushing you and nudging you, saying keep going, keep going, even when the days are tired. I bet you you've experienced that. Definitely, it's about the the people you you have around you. You know, I always try and throw myself with you know like minded people, but I think my friends now at this stage they they know me better than I know myself. If I'm having a down day, they'd say you're writing, and I'd say yeah, I'm grand. They'd say shut up, Ian. What's wrong? Do you know? And it's important yeah. to have people there like that that know how to get that out of you. I I remember I think it was an interview you done and you talked about um when you were just coming back from the the cruciate injury. And I, I don't know was it a, a semi final and I don't know did you play in it, but Eamon Fitzmaurice he told you to tag out. Would I be yeah. right in saying that? Yeah, yeah, that was, that was that was. That was 2014. Um, 
Kerry and Mayo replay above in Limerick. It was probably one of the best, it was definitely one of the best atmospheres I've ever been involved in. But it was probably one of the best matches. And I, I, I had come back training with Kerry and I was able to kick, kick the ball around and do very light drills and skills and stuff. But I just, I suppose I was making good progress and it was just great because the whole year even was keen to have me up at training and around the place. And um, even at times I didn't want to be there to be fair to him, and I have to give him a lot of credit for this. He probably um, he probably thought it would be good for me, and he probably he knew better because he's more experienced than me, and he probably been through similar situations of injuries. And sometimes when you're injured in that sort of setup, you can you can feel quite lonely and maybe left out if you know you can't play. But I I must say I didn't, and I just being around the lads and and chatting about the match and who will be marking and different things, and then actually. Join in in a small bit of the training, very light stuff, but non-contact stuff. But um, I remember distinctly we were li- that, that day we were leaving Killarney. We we had a bite of lunch in in um, in the Brehem, and we were just finishing. We were putting our bags on the bus, and I was travelling with the team as normal, even though my cruise ship was done, so I couldn't play. But Eamon said, um, "When we get to Limerick now, when we get to the Gaelic rounds, make sure you're talking out. You're going to be number twenty-eight today." And I thought, I thought Eamon, Eamon was after losing the plot because I know, I know he was under a lot of pressure around that time um, for, to try and get to Northern Ireland final. And yeah, it was just great to put on. I remember putting on the blue, the blue Kerry jersey above the Gaelic crowns and the place was full. And I remember we walked the field before the match and I met James Horne, who was the Mayo manager at that time. And he, he kind of said, how's it going? How's your injury coming along? And I said, good, yeah, yeah. Look, what." small steps and things and maybe, maybe looking forward to next year next thing I suppose he, about 20 minutes later he saw me out kicking with the lads so but it was just great um, most importantly Kerry won on the day incredible performance um, but it was great for me just to be just to be out there with the lads no more than anyone no more than the 20,000 Kerry supporters there just get, uh, wishing them well but um, it was a ni- it was a nice feeling and you know what it was nice I probably didn't think of it at the time, but it was a kind of sense of belonging that even though I wasn't able to play it, that I was still part of the group and I suppose that you could contribute in other ways. And um, yeah, I'm very, I look back and I'm very thankful to Eamon and the management group for giving me that chance. But um, it was a fabulous day, a fabulous win for Kerry. And uh, they really, the boys really dug it out that time and they showed a lot of character and invariably... and. About a month later, I went down to win the Ireland and I put it down to maybe that day in Limerick because the character and um, just never say die attitude, even though when the game was going away from them, they dug in and um, fabulous, fabulous days. And and it probably goes back to our chat earlier. It's not even about the medals. I can remember that as the journey and the day yeah. and, and everything. And um, I, I, I probably didn't think about it in a long time. So thanks for bringing it up. No. Um, like I... I, I don't know, was that the that I can remember from Fitzgerald? Did he, he mention you in the speech after the game, did he? Uh, maybe, uh, I don't know. I actually don't know. I, I there, think was such he, e- there was such euphoria around that day. Um, I remember. Oh, certain, like, I'm, almost doubt, I'm almost certain that was the game that, um, that I'm thinking of. Like you said, that day in Limerick, um, the, the atmosphere and everything. I always ask sports people in general, what was the was there in another sport was there ever a final or a stadium around the world that 
you've ever been asked that that you can remember the atmosphere? Um, I've been to a Super Bowl before. Go ahead. Um, I have, but it's it's brilliant, and it's probably a once in a lifetime opportunity. But it means more when it's your people at home, you know, when it's Kerry and yeah, like like the Super Bowl was great and great to see some of the top top players playing. But nothing beats something that you care about more. And yeah. I suppose give give me Killarney or or Croke Park any time over it. Um, because that's 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 it's more meaningful for us and it counts more. So, um, but I've been at lots of sporting events, but and I can quite honestly say this: if you get Killarney in July with thirty or forty thousand people around and the streets buzzing or up in Crow Park, similar on a big day, it's very hard to beat in any sport. In any yeah, sport, to move so, left or right in the tackle or anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but it's it's just special. I and I the beauty of, of the GA Eden is that you don't have segregation, you don't have to have half the fans over this side of town and half the fans over the other side of town. They mingle, they engage, they have a bit of banter, they have a bit of hot ball. And I can say I'd say I'd say once or twice ever I've seen any any bit of trouble like that. It just doesn't really happen because I think there's a bit of respect there. Um, of course there's a bit of banter at different times but in terms of physical fighting and things it just doesn't happen which which is the beauty of the GA and that's probably why we love it we all love it so much like you said there the, the GA even when I had my accent at the time there the GA even clubs up in Dublin Cork all around Ireland they came together like like one family when they were doing fundraisers for me and like it all, they all came together and you know, you have to, like you said, there's respect there. Even the dubs now, mm-hmm. the last few years, you've to, you have to respect the the work yeah. rate and stuff. You know, and I'm sure you'd you'd agree in that. Yeah, and and listening, I like, and I I say this to people all the time. I've had more rows with fellas from different counties on different teams on different days, but at the end of the day, I do I respect them. Yeah, I respect them greatly, and quite often we sit down, we have a beer, and we have a chat and a laugh about it, and. You just you kind of move on and you kind of reminisce of, of old times, you know, and that's 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 the great thing about sport. And I'm delighted to hear that so many clubs were were so yeah. kind and maybe doing some fundraising or sending you cards or doing whatever they whatever they were doing to help. And that's that's a sign of the GA being a big family. Yeah, and that's that's exactly what it is. And I suppose we. Unfortunately, we 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 probably don't see it enough, and it, we see more of it when 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 something difficult happens, and it's a shame we don't see more of it all yeah, the time. Definitely. But but it, it is but it is it is a fabulous the, the GA. We give out a lot about games and fixtures, and I'll be sitting above in the Sunday game in another two weeks' time, probably giving out about something else. But it is absolutely fantastic right. association, and what it contributes to society in Ireland. What what it contributes to young people around around the country, boys, girls playing football, hurling, camogie, you name it. It's the centre of most communities in in Ireland, and so I'd be very slow to knock the G in any in any shape or form because for what it does yeah. and for, for the opportunity has given it has given all of us. Uh, I don't know if you've seen, like you said, their opponents. You'd have a 
a beer with them after. Do you see the clip of David Clifford and I don't know it's a number seven? Jack Swallow. Yeah, 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 yeah. The little fist bump after they both getting booked. I, yeah. I thought that yeah. was that was, that was guess. That was good. Good. It was good, you know. It was nice from David, but it was actually nice from John Small as well. Just yeah. to acknowledge it. To acknowledge and I would have loved to have a microphone on Connor Lane, who was a referee <laughs> who was booking him at the time, to sit to hear what <laughs> to hear what was being discussed. But um, I'd say I'd say those two. I think David Clifford and John Small will probably see each other before the before the year is out as well. So. That 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 jewel is not kind of way, but that's what you love to see in sport too, isn't it? Hundred percent. Um, I suppose before we go, I'll just touch on um, and I suppose now and the GA now and stuff and Kerry, Jack O'Connor back for his um. You did you? I don't know. Was it twice you had him as a manager, and did you have him at under twenty one as well? I did. I had him three times. Yeah, under yeah. twenty one. His first stint for Kerry and the second stint. So um. Yeah, I saw, I, I, I saw a lot of him. Yeah, look, I have a lot of time for Jack. He's, he's, he's like, you don't spend so much time with managers like that and um, and not have a lot of respect for them. So he's he's going into a high-pressure job. Yeah, Kerry is probably the, the biggest job in Gaelic football. It comes with a huge amount of responsibility. It comes with a huge amount of expectation. But also, it comes with a great prize if you can be successful. So... Look, Jack is a very experienced manager. He's seen it all before. He's seen the ups and downs of it all. And um, no, I would have to say I'm quite positive about Kerry. I think they have as good a chance as anyone. Um, I think I think invariably it will still come down to the last four. If you think back to the semi-finals last year, Kerry, Kerry Tyrone went to extra time. Yeah. Uh, Kerry lost by point. So those teams are very well matched. And the other side, yeah, Dublin Mayo, the same thing. Um, very, very tight match. So I, I still, I still find it difficult to see anybody coming out, outside of those four teams. Yeah. Um, but Kerry, Kerry are well placed to to um, to win the All Ireland. I think they have every chance, and I would be, I'd be, I'd be happy with them now once they can keep their squad fit, uh, get David Moore back, get him, get him fit. He'll, he'll add, a, he'll add a bit of experience around the middle of the field. And if they can fine tune a couple of things where where they can maybe keep scores, keep scores and keep goals out from the opposition, then Kerry will be very hard to beat. So I'll be very happy where they are at the moment. But long road ahead. Yeah, exactly. It's early days yet, like you said. Um, but I suppose the talent coming through now. We've seen um the likes of David Clifford now, Paddy, Darmine, even up Reen O'Neill there by the first game yeah. back. Unbelievable talent coming through. Do you um when you're still kind of involved with Crocs and thereabouts, do you do you see that from even I suppose it's easy enough to 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 spot out even underage. Would you notice yeah. yourself that when you see talent it's you can see it? Yeah. A lot of, a lot of the time it jumps out at you because you can you can see the player with the skill level and things, but I've also seen players with huge skill level who are unbelievable players. But might necessarily have the work rate or the commitment yeah. afterwards, and that's that's the bit that kind of hurts and disappoints me sometimes when I see it. But you're right. I I suppose I have a little bit more of a forensic eye on it when I when I'm working on the Sunday game because you have to tune into players from different counties and the club stuff. I like to keep an eye on the club scene and um, Reno Reno is a guy I saw maybe three or four years ago. I knew he was a star in the making, big, strong, athletic boy, both feet. Um, 
has all the skills, you know. So look, they they can take players up 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 to north. When you look at Michael Murphy, McManus, what they've done, yeah. um, and and now David and Paddy and the lads are, co- are coming to the fore down here, and in Dublin you've Conor Callan and Kilkenny and Brian Finton True, who yeah. have been unbelievable players. So so there's there's a galaxy of stars out there at the moment, and that's why I always look forward to the championship because I think that's that's where it really steps up a notch. The league is brilliant because it's so competitive. But it does jump on after two in the summer, and um, I think Kerry, I think, and I think Kerry are in a good place this year to to go the distance. Um, yourself now, like um, like we were saying in Crocs and stuff, and and the Sunday game, you're enjoying that side of. Does it kind of? Do you feel like you're still kind of? I know you're not playing, but you you must still feel a big part of the J is still in your in your um in your blood punditing and. Do you feel that yourself? Yeah, yeah, it is. No, look, first of all, nothing beats playing. And yeah. um, I suppose nothing beats the buzz and the butterflies and the nerves and the tummy running out onto the pitch. And I, I, I miss that. But I suppose next best thing is, I suppose that I was fortunate enough to get involved with Dr. Crokes last year, the senior team. And I really enjoyed doing a bit of the coaching. I mean, involved in the management team there. And that was great, great fun, great to, great to uh, coach some of the players that I played with and, and some of the newer players. So that gave me a little bit of taste and I've no doubt I'll definitely go back at that again. Yeah. Um, just, just not this year, maybe take a, a year back, but I really enjoyed that, that piece of it. So I'll certainly go back at that. And I suppose the punditry then is, it's lovely to be in Croke Park and the big days, um, albeit not on the green grass, but to be wrong, and even being close to the pitch, you kind of get the, yes. you get the sense of, the freshly cut grass and you can feel the nerves of the players and, and the managers as they walk around and you're close to them with a microphone and you can just feel you can just feel it in the bones that it's 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 such it's such a special time. So look it's great to be involved in that sort of stuff. Um nothing beats being in the dressing room and things. So um but look I've no doubt I'll get back I'll get back on the coaching scene again soon with Crokes and um and, and and try and enjoy that part of it as well because that's 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 important as well. That's the beauty of getting a a taste of it. Like last year, you got the taste, and if you take mm. a year out, you know it's always there. You know, in the future and stuff. Yeah, and and that's that's the great thing because there's there's it's not just the senior group. I'm sure that there's they're always looking for people for the under sixteens or fourteens or the minors, and it doesn't it doesn't really bother me. I, I look forward to getting involved with anybody and. Um, Sometimes it can be easier to get involved with young guys because yeah. they just do exactly what you ever what, what you tell them and um, ten laps of the there, that's quite <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whereas the senior players probably they're more mature and they know a lot more about the game, so they've kind of more mixed views and challenge views, and that's cool as well. That's healthy. I did that as a player as well, and it's important to be able to challenge views as well. So that's that's. That's the beauty, and it's the the special part is when it all comes together. Then you get the big performance, and you you if you're lucky enough to win some 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 medals and honors and trophies, that's that's what it's all about. Exactly, Colum, you're a top man, and I really appreciate you um coming on now. I really enjoyed that chat, so thanks a million, and hopefully we'll be up in in Croker near near, near enough to September, lifting the Sam Maguire. Carry for Sammy, and we'll get a picture with the Sam Maguire. We will. We will. Thanks, Colm. Cheers, Ian. Now, unfortunately, that's all we have time for tonight. I hope you all enjoyed the show as much as I did. 
And as always, I appreciate you tuning in. If you have any suggestions, questions or requests, you can get in contact with me through my Instagram, ianoconnell321, or through my email address, ioconnell at radiocarry.ie. I hope you're all having a great week. I'll be back next Wednesday night at the same time from 8 to 9pm. Until then, stay safe and mind yourself. You're listening to Stand Out with Ian O'Connell. Wednesday evenings from 8pm here on Radio Kerry.